Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. Welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who just feels like he needs to go to the opera. Jacob. Well, no, because I'm an artist. I'm not not an opera singer. I didn't say you were going to sing in the opera. I said you were going to go to the opera. Ah, okay. Well, never mind. I was putting myself as an actor. Why, thank you. And I'd like to introduce our our co-host, a man who just wants to be king. That's all he wants to do. Welcome, Drew. I'm gonna be the main event <laughs> like no king was before. I sang that at a talent show once. Uh, oh, okay, that makes when sense. I was in fourth grade. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I have the song memorized. Well, of course, I have every song in that movie memorized. Exactly. Anywho, G- go back to our uh, review. Lion King episode. Yes, <laughs> and be amazed how quickly I didn't jump in to be prepared the entire time. <laughs> exactly. Both movies. Yes. I wanted to because the second one pissed me off. Moving on. <laughs> How are you doing, Jacob? Man, I'm, I'm doing very well. Arr, it has been a very long two days. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah. So how are you? Long two days. Okay. <laughs> I've been... Uh, Yay. A lot. I've been walking in the rain most of the day. So have I. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? If uh, anything. Uh, I did watch the entire s- second season of My Hero Academia. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, which is amazing. Incredible writing. Um, thank you for letting me borrow it. You're welcome. Uh, that is going to tie in perfectly with a review we'll be doing uh, shortly. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Uh, other than that, what has been watching? I uh, finished up Neon Genesis Evangelion. That was good. Okay. Uh, the ending of that movie, that show is very interesting. And then the director got a bunch of death threats and is like, you know what? You want something different? Okay, I'm going to give you something different. He gave you the... Uh, the end. juice. A lot of orange juice, let's say that, with the, the end of Evangelion. Uh, but under that... Um, you realize if we ever, which I assume at one point we'll, we will, you realize when we get to that episode, that will be that episode subtitle. It will. That's a lot of orange juice. That is, yeah, it's, it's oh my gosh, a lot of orange juice. <laughs> and it's, it's more you'd have to watch the series to understand most of the movie. <laughs> Right, 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 and no, we won't watch the uh, what is it the the first movie, which is more like a, it's a um, it's kind of a pre, it's kind of a preview to the series, and they jump into the 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 movie proper, which is so just it's re- a last time on Neon Genesis Evangelion. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, eventually we will get around to doing that, and I uh, hope you guys join us for that. Uh, that is all I have been watching, far as I can recall. What have you been watching? What have I been watching? I've been watching Phineas and Ferb. I just finished the second season. Oh, nice. Uh, Also, I have been watching, or more accurately, I have been... I watched the first two episodes of WandaVision. Hmm. That is a weird show. Well, yeah, it's WandaVision. 
I am Wanda. <laughs> I will watch the whole thing because I have course. a feeling a lot of this show is not going to make sense until you do watch the whole thing. Exactly. But for right now, I'm sitting there going, that's interesting. That it is. I hope we get somewhere soon because right now, I just know there's a mystery. Mm-hmm. And the talking dog is not going to be the one that solves it, unfortunately. Uh, those darn kids aren't going to help either. No. But one of them was a kid. The last time we saw her, she was a kid. Oh, okay. But anyway. Yeah, no spoilers. I spoiled nothing that you couldn't look up on IMDb. That is true. <laughs> that is so true. All right. So, yeah, I've been watching that. And then I have been, I have picked back up Persona 5 Royal. Ah. I am, for those who are curious, I am between the uh, Futaba's dungeon and, well, I just started uh, Okumura's dungeon. Not that that tells you anything. Mm. Unless you know what I'm talking about. Nope. I'm on the space station. That's all you need to know. Okay. Uh, just got back from Hawaii. Morgana oh, got pissed. Wow. Morgana got pissed at us. Ew. Because Ryuji wouldn't shut his fat mouth. That happens. You don't even know who any of these no, people I are. No, I don't. <laughs> nope. happened, a lot of our listeners probably don't know who these people are either. Probably not. Funny thing. I'm 90 hours into the game and I'm only halfway through. Wow. It's because I am taking my time <laughs> and trying to get everything i got you so i only have to play i only have to make one trip through if i can help it to get the platinum mm. uh also actually that's gonna be about it i think okay outside of of course our usual stuff our thundercats our three musketeers mm-hmm. the venom yeah the mm-hmm. other movie i didn't like <laughs> candy man too yeah that's what you want to call that yeah it was it was it, definitely it was, it was candy man wasn't it okay in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Listen to that episode on Movie of the Week Podcast, yeah, along with the Venom episode, whenever they release. Yes. Uh, also, I think that's actually about it. What do we got in the news? All right, so let me get to that. I'll be listening for a specific news story, if you caught it. Maybe. 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 we. Merci beaucoup. Hmm. That's All right. as much French as I know. <laughs> All right. Also, moi. I know moi. You know moi. I know moi because I because of a certain thing that's going to be coming up once you get to it. Okay. If I get to it. Oh, it will be brought up one way or the other. Trust me. I don't, I don't know what news he's talking about. I honestly don't. I'm excited. All right. So this was interesting. I was looking at where I normally get my information is uh, animationmagazine.com. Mm-hmm. So this was in one of their feature, uh, featured articles. And okay, so we did a reaction to... Disney Pixar's Soul. Yes. And so obviously this movie is being dubbed into different languages. Of course, it always is. Yeah, so now there's a controversy behind it. A certain You're kidding me. I'm not. There's Who a, did they piss off? Well, they uh according to the By article piss they, I mean who did Disney piss off? Okay. And Pixar. Okay. So let me read the article. This is from the New York Times. Okay. Um the New York Times dives into the debate flame by growing resentment by racial stereotyping and prejudgment of Europe, European speak European speak voiceovers. The gra- the movie's groundbreaking black lead character Joe Garden, voiced by Jimmy Fox in the uh, in the English dub A Soul, uh, is being played by by white actor Nicola. I'm going to butcher this name. Don't worry, I got one. I'm going to butcher much later. Later on, butcher pretty badly. Yeah, Nikola, 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 Nikolai. Yeah, Nikolai, Nikolai Lee Kiss of the 
Danish dub. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Any of those who are in uh, Denmark? Uh, in the in the Portuguese version. Uh, apparently, this is this is apparently this is uh, the Danish dub in the Portuguese Portuguese version. Yeah, I'm confused. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I'm confused. That's what the article says. Oh, he's an Afro-Portuguese actor. Yeah. In the Danish dub. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently they're they're calling for a recast. A recast with a Afro-Portuguese actor. That's what they actor. want, is an Afro-Portuguese. Yeah. yeah, exactly. What so if there's not a Danish Afro-Portuguese person? I have no idea. Why not Afro-Dane? I have no idea. I assume there's Afro-Danish people. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I'm guessing. E- either either way, be like people are going to get you know hire a black person from Denmark. That's what they want. Exactly. And which I'm pretty I sure assume they're there. I do uh, not know. I'm pre- yeah, there 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 are people of African descent all over this exactly. all, the, all over this planet. You know, thanks to uh, the slave trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we we have a, a ton of African you know African they're everywhere in Europe. Yeah, they're everywhere. Every, there there are a ton of uh, African descended people from all over the world. So. I'm pretty sure they can get this done, but they they've uh, apparently they're going to hire are uh, they an open letter for Afro Portuguese Portuguese actor Hajo Fort you know, Fort Turner. Uh, there again, I apologize. For I don't even want to try. Yeah, it's kind of hard. Uh, either way, they they are looking to get that uh, that redubbed, which is I thought was interesting. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> All right. All right. So moving forward, did they get mad at any of the other characters of African not, descent? Not, that not that might I know. have been played by white people. Not that I know of. Okay, I was just curious. All right, because if there's a problem with one, I imagine there's a problem with seventy-five percent of the cast. Right. <laughs> but either way, either way, moving on. Uh, it's a little more sad news. Let's say that. So it has been reported that the beloved animator uh, Dale Burr, at the age of seventy. Uh, died from complications due to ALS. Uh, apparently, he was a beloved Disney anime feature, mm-hmm. animated, uh, animated and co-author of his own studio, Burl Animation Company. Uh, Burl won a Annie for Outstanding Achievement in Character Animation for his work on The Emperor's Groove in 2001. The Emperor's New Groove? Yeah, Emperor's New Groove in 2001. Okay. And a Wester Macau Lifetime Achievement Award in 2017. Burl started at Walt Disney in 1971, being only the second person to be hired into the studio, um, into their training pro- company. He was uh, best known for his work on on Robin Hood. Uh, continued Frozen in the tooth and uh, continued into Frozen. And I'm guessing, two, yeah, in 2013 and beyond. Uh, his landmark workers were Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, Lion King. Uh, he was the uh, supervising role. Uh, for Adult Simba, uh, Emperor's New Groove, The Princess of the Frog, and uh, many other accomplishments. So uh, his presence in the animation world we missed. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on. Uh, this came out on the 11th of January of this year. The Critical Choice, the Critics' Choice Awards, or the CCA, announced the winners of the of the uh, Critics' Choice Super Awards on Saturday, which was the 11th. Uh, during special broadcasts uh, on the CW, Disney Plus Soul uh, actually won three awards. Uh, Soul it won Best Animated Movie, as well as Best Animated Voice in an Animated Movie by Jamie Foxx and Best uh, Best Voice Actress 
in a movie role and Tina Fey. And if my, you want to hear our thoughts on that, go check out our reactions episode on Soul. Exactly. And my last bit of news, uh, this is comes from comicbooks.com. Uh, following the announcement that Batman, the animated series, has finally shifted in the DC Universe platform onto and onto um, HBO Max, it seems the future of the classic cartoon could bring a little light speaking on their latest their latest episode of Fat Man Beyond podcast. Co-host uh, Mark Bernadette, Mark Bernadette and Kevin Smith brought the rumor to light that the with the former firmly labeled as a rumor. And if, according to Kevin Smith, or no correction, Burnett said this, uh, the rumor that HBO Max is looking to make Batman, the animated series sequel that they want to continue that forward. Burnett said as Smith covered, covered what was very clearly a huge smile on his face. But so, technically, they already made a sequel to yeah. Batman the Animated Series. And it's called Batman Beyond. No. Talking about the of Batman and Robin. It's in the same. And also, you could also claim that uh, the rest of the DC Animated Universe was a sequel to Batman the Animated Series. Very true, but I, I think they're more referring to... I know, a, a direct sequel. Yeah, a continuation. Continuation, which is... If they can work in the re- what's going on with the rest that, of, of the series, that the DCAU that happened around that yeah. time, that would be cool. I don't think they're going to because why would we, they allow us to have fun? Yeah, and also I can I can see a certain uh, Watchtower database guys who are all about going crazy, going crazy over this. Oh yes, it's like what you can't do this because screw all our things up. Well, tough luck. If it happens, it happens. <laughs> well, I, will say I think this. I think that's all the bit of news we have. Are you sure? Sure. <laughs> there okay. was an announcement made today. Okay. By Walt Disney themselves. Okay. On Disney Plus. On February 19th, mm-hmm. they are releasing, for the first time on streaming, with its final two seasons, the first time that it's been available in 20 years, all five seasons of The Muppet Show. Ah. I am terribly excited yeah, about this. If, if, if you didn't, you didn't see-, see our Facebook today. <laughs> no. Oh, no. No, 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 It's like, all you saw was... Yes, 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 yes. Oh, man. <laughs> he was just, just a little excited. I was a little excited. A- about here going to the stratosphere. <laughs> but yeah, you got to remember, this is the show that really... S- there were Muppets before this. Yes. Because you had, of course, Kermit had been around since the 50s on Washington, D.C. Uh, public television. Right. Rolf the Dog had hung out on uh, the Jimmy Dean show for a while. And there'd been commercials... And such like that. They're even on Saturday Night Live for a while. Mm-hmm. But the Muppets as we know them today yeah, started on the Muppet Show. That's where you got your Fozzie Bear. That's where Miss Piggy came around. Mm-hmm. That's where Gonzo came around. Anything That is really the series, and it is some of the best things that the Muppets have ever done. Mm. So I, if, you, if you're curious... Uh, Go when on February nineteenth when that releases. Go check it out. There are a number of good episodes. If you're a Star Wars nut, go ahead check out the Star Wars episode. That'll take care of everything because that's got Mark Hamill, that's got C three PO, that's got R two D two, that's got Chewbacca. Hmm. It's a good episode. Alrighty. Go check that out. In my opinion, that's what you should do. Mm. Anywho, that brings <laughs> us to the end of the news. Finally, yes. Uh, so let's jump into the spoiler-free section of our review of Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, the Three Musketeers. 
So this was the first time I had watched this. Mm-hmm. Same here. However, not the first time I experienced this particular version of The Three Musketeers because I played the level in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Of course. The County of the, the, County of the Musketeers mm. was the name of that level. And I remember playing through that level and thinking, this is hilarious. <laughs> what movie is this based on? I've got to know. <laughs> and of course I found out. And I just, But I just never got around to watching it, even when I saw that when Disney Plus launched last year, that they had the movie on there. Mm-hmm. It just was not something I went and hit play on until now. Uh, but this is actually very good. I, I was surprised how good it was. For, for something that I assumed when I had first saw the uh, the the, D- the DVD case at Walmart, I assumed this it was a uh, you know just some stupid little thing for the kids to get excited over. I mm. didn't know how good it was going to be. Yeah, and how significant it is. Yeah. So yeah, uh, this is if if you're on the fence about whether or not to go watch this, go watch it. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's only an hour and seven minutes long. Yeah. Ish, minus commercials. But yeah, go go watch this. It's good. It is good. It is very good. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts on this film. Well, little, f- very funny story. Very funny story leading up to this. So, at my apartment currently, I don't have internet. Shocker of shock that most people don't have internet, but I don't have internet in my house. No, I wouldn't have guessed this. <laughs> but, um, so, I, da- I downloaded it on my iPad. So, I get home. We... We record two episodes for Thundercats mm-hmm. 2011 for TAS, and then I go back to the apartment, watch another episode of Thundercats because I'm just like gobbling this all up because yeah. I, I enjoy it so much now. And um, so I sit down with my iPad and hit play. It says no internet connection. I'm like, oh, oh no, what's gonna happen? Uh, 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 uh. Hold on, back up, <laughs> downloads. Yeah, downloads. I just had to play. I hit the title. Yeah. So for a momentary second, I f- mentally freaked. I was like, oh, for no. Mo- for a momentary second, you were about to text me and say, can I stand outside your door and download this? <laughs> and I was like, you can come in and watch me defeat evil adults while you're downloading it if you want. Uh, so, yes, I, I eventually did wind up watching it. I did post it on Facebook and guess, to get people to kind of guess what movie there was. Nobody get. Nobody yeah, they did, it. actually. Someone did finally guess yeah. it? Yeah, some I like some of the things that popped up first thing last night. Oh that. yeah, that, that's that's always fun when I when I post something about the movie I'm watching and the the uh, the the random guesses of what it what it was. It was like uh, Mootopia. <laughs> it's like no, yeah. it's not Mootopia. Where's the, what is this Mootopia you speak of? <laughs> Sounds like an interesting movie. Yeah, like all cow sequel to Zootopia. Yeah, which apparently they're going to do a Zootopia TV series. There's a surprise. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Either way, uh, I enjoyed this I like movie. Gems Mulan. Yeah, Mulan. That was a good one. That was very good. Bro- bovine and the Beast. Bovine the Beast. <laughs> More like Bovine and the Dolt. <laughs> yes. Anyway. <laughs> Either way, I enjoyed this movie tremendously. Uh, it has got a lot of character, a lot of class to it. Uh, I think it's the first time we actually do get Mickey, Donald, and Goofy in one movie together it's not segments mm-hmm. it's they're mm-hmm. in one movie together it's the first time and uh they've been trying go to go ahead and get my trivia out go ahead well never mind so yeah this 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 movie was a lot of fun i enjoyed it uh 
I think I had I was laughing, I was smiling watching this and watching the entire time. Uh, granted, this was made in two thousand four. Four, thank you. It was made in two thousand four, and I enjoyed it tremendously. And I, I'm like you. I, I remember seeing it on uh, store shelves, and I think at that point. There's a part of you that when you look at the at at the art there mm-hmm. on the case, it makes you think of the Tom and Jerry and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory kind of movie. Exactly. There's that kind of thought process that goes Except through Disney. your mind. Except it's Disney. It's like Musketeers, but they're Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. How does this work? Yeah. I don't know why it was so hard for me to understand, but hmm. anyway. So yeah. are we ready to spoil the heck out of this thing? Yes, let's do this. All righty. So join us on the other side of the break, and we will get on top of that. Yoke. Ray. Okay. This progress is a part of Christian Reek Central Network. Hey, Scoop. What are you doing, man? I don't know. I'm supposed to be reading an ad. All right, hold on. Give me, give me it. Okay. <laughs> All right. This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. There you can find a collection of blogs and podcasts working together to bring you some of the best content on the web for Christian geeks, such as the Untold Podcast. Engaging the culture's imagination, the Untold Podcast presents free speculative fiction every month from a Christian worldview. The Untold Podcast aims to recapture the power of story and use the weirder genres to do it. Science fiction, fantasy, horror, and supernatural stories serve as metaphors for our lives. The distant star systems, the shining nights, the abominable yetis, and the ghosts remind us of our own struggles, triumphs, and losses. Each month features a new story in flash fiction presented in a unique and dynamic way. The producer and narrator of the podcast is Nathan James Norman, an author, pastor, and theologian living in northern Michigan. The following is a spoiler-filled review for the movie Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, The Three Musketeers. Listener discretion is advised. Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, The Three Musketeers was directed by Donovan Cook who previously directed Two Stupid Dogs. It was written by, and this is the name I'm going to mess up, Evan Spilotpolis. Mm. I apologize. <laughs> but he also directed the live, or wrote the live action Beauty and the Beast. And David Mickey Evans also wrote this. He also wrote, he previously wrote The Sandlot. Oh, good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, the screenplay writer on this was Robin Kingsland. And she wrote uh, the screenplay for uh, Mickey's House of Mouse, a lot of those episodes. Oh, okay. Plus the special Mickey's House of Villains. Ah. Now, the movie does not uh, credit the crea- the author of The Three Musketeers, because by all technical accounts, this movie doesn't follow the story of The Three Musketeers. No, it doesn't. So I wrote down that it was inspired by the book, The Three Musketeers, by Alexandra Dumas. Mm-hmm who also previously wrote, or after this wrote, I'm not sure on the timeline, The Count of Monte Cristo. Yes. That book. And uh, the music was by Bruce Broughton, who also did the music for The Rescuers Down Under. Yeah, good movie. So we're getting into the cast here. Now, y'all know I always have the Kingdom Hearts connections usually situated at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. There's only one person on this list who is not playing somebody in Kingdom Hearts. Mm. And a lot of them 
are reprising their roles from this movie at the very least. So I'm just going to include everything. Wayne Allwine plays Mickey Mouse. Did you know there was a character, a background character named Ducky in the original Toy Story? Yes. It's not the Ducky from Toy Story 4. Okay. And Wayne Allwine did the voice of that Ducky. Really? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Also, do you know how hard it is when you're looking through Wayne Allwine, Tony Anselmo, and Bill Farmer's IMDb to find something that's not their main these characters? Really? It is hard to find stuff. Hmm. But Tony Anselmo, of course, is Donald Duck. Okay. And he played a thug guard in The Great Mouse Detective. Huh. That's a good movie, by the way. It is. We read it. And uh, Bill Farmer, of course, is both Goofy and Pluto. And he did an additional voice. Hmm. And do you know of the Disney Channel or Disney XD show, The 7D? No, I don't. It is essentially a modern kind of telling of the lives of the seven dwarfs. Okay. Before they ran into Snow White. Yeah. And uh, Bill Farmer does the voice of Doc in that show. Hmm. Okay. Also, his characters in Kingdom Hearts that I did not, I I did not mention that Mickey played Mickey (laughs) in Kingdom Hearts and then Donald's character played Donald, but they did. But along with playing Goofy and Pluto in Kingdom Hearts, uh, Bill Farmer also played Horace Horsecaller and Sleepy. So he's played two dwarves. I wonder if he's played more. Russie Taylor played Minnie Mouse. Sorry, allow me to rephrase that. Russie Taylor played Her Majesty Queen Minnie Mouse. Ah. Gotta be, you gotta follow the, the rules here. Yeah. She also played the character of Lorbs, Florina, and the Lorb Guard in Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. Huh. And she played in Kingdom Hearts, along with playing Queen Minnie, mm. Huey, Dewey, Louie, Fauna, Fairy Godmother, and Drisella. Wow. In Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Tress McNeil played uh, the lady-in-waiting Daisy Duck. Ah, okay. She, of course, played Princess Angelina Contessa Louisa Francesca Banana Banana Fofesca III, a.k.a. Dot Warner, in Animaniacs. Mm-hmm. She also played the Queen of Hearts in Kingdom Hearts, along mm. with Chip, Meriwether, and Kanga. Mm. Uh, and, of course... Uh, Daisy, the Duchess of Duck in Kingdom Hearts. Mm, okay. That was her title in that. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, Jim Cummings played Pete. Of course. He is, of course, known as Darkwing Duck. And along with playing Pete in Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. he also voiced Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Cheshire Cat, Julius, and Ed. Mm, yep. That's the Ed from uh, Lion, Lion King. King. Mm-hmm. You know, the guy you didn't realize had a voice. Yeah. Had, a, had any lines. He's just <laughs> laughing all the time. You half were convinced was Frank Walker. Yeah. But it wasn't Frank Walker. Of course. It's uh, either him or Jim Cummings. But it, Yeah. Uh, April Winchell played Clarabelle and an additional voice. And she played Cruella DeVille in 101 Dalmatians the series. I didn't even know there was 101 Dalmatians the series. Well. And it makes <laughs> sense. I just didn't know it. Hmm. I knew I'd, I'd heard there was a series, but I just I never looked into it. Mm. And uh, she's the only one on here who doesn't play a Kingdom Hearts character somewhere. Ah, uh-huh. that I've so far. Give it time; <laughs> they'll be there. Actually, there's I, there's one other one, but anyway, mm. Jeff Bennett played the Beagle, uh, two of the Beagle Boys. Yeah, he's of course known for playing Johnny Bravo, and in Kingdom Hearts, he played Merlin, Geppetto, Mister Shmee, Bashful, Lumiere. Barrel and the mayor of Halloween Town. Mm. 
Maurice LaMarche played the middle-sized uh, Beagle Boy. Okay. He is, of course, known as playing the Brain in Pinky and the Brain. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Big in Zootopia. And he reprised his role as Middle Beagle Boy in Kingdom Hearts. Ah, okay. Cool. Rob Paulson played the Troubadour. Mm-hmm. He is, of course, known as pl- for playing Pinky in Pinky and the Brain. Yes. Yakko in uh, Animaniacs. And uh, in Kingdom Hearts, he played Jacques and the Grand Duke in Kingdom Hearts. And he played a few old voices. Well, yeah, but they weren't in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah, but also they're turtles. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Shannon Gregory. You know, the teenage type? I know. The mutated ones, too. Yeah. Uh, Shannon Gregory played additional voices in this. And her only other thing I thought of in this, she only had three acting credits. Mm-hmm. One of her other ones was uh, additional voices in Osmosis Jones. Mm, really? Our good buddy, Frank Welker, was additional voices here. Ah. Uh-huh. And I decided to talk about how he played Runt in Animaniacs, since I, I listened to so many other Animaniacs actors so far. True. And in Kingdom Hearts, he played Experiment 221, Sparky. Mm. Linda Harmon was a one of the singers during the opera. Okay. She was in the Whoville Choir in the live action How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Really? Yeah. Mm. And last but not least, Jess Harnell was the uh, soloist who sang uh, Modern Major General during the opera. Yeah. He is, of course, known for playing Wacko Warner in Animaniacs. He, in Kingdom Hearts, he played additional voices and Dr. Finkelstein and Locke. Ah, okay. So I want to put this in... Uh, Context? Perspective. Ah. This Disney property features the voices of Yakko, Wacko, Dot, and the Brain. Yes. And Pinky. Mm-hmm. In one feature. So the entire cast of Animaniacs was in this movie. From a Modern Warner- Animaniacs. Yeah, from Warner Brothers. From Warner Brothers. Or in this one. So, yeah, they, they do work around. They do. All right. What do we got in Info and Stuff? All right. Info and Stuff. It is not a lot. Let's just say that. See if I can read up. All right. So, for Info and Stuff, you can watch this on Disney Plus. Relatively available. Or if you have a subscription, do Disney Plus. And it is worth the money. Do it if you feel it led to. All right. So, on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. So, um, it has a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 49% for an audience score. Shame. Yeah. Shame. And it's a little better on IMDb. Mm-hmm. A 6.4 out of 10. It's like, this is a good movie, people. This is what very the... good. I don't know what's wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, come on. Can't stand cartoons? Apparently. I've, I've known podcasts for doing that. Oh, it, it's it's above our pay grade. Yeah. You're a podcast. Well, below our pay grade. Yeah, below our pay grade. Thank you. It's like, really? <laughs> All right. So, out of that rant out of the way. Production We're not companies. opinionated at all. Huh? We're not opinionated at all. No, of course not. All right, production companies, and I will get this right. Disney Toon Studios, Walt Disney Pictures, distributed by Walt Disney Home Entertainment. Its release date was August 17th, 2004. It was released on DVD and Blu-ray on the same day. Uh, for the film's 10th anniversary, it was released on Blu-ray on August 12th, 2014. Okay. And that's all I got info stuff because you can't you can't find cell numbers on this thing, nowhere because apparently it did that poorly, which is sad. Yeah, so yeah, go go watch it on Disney Plus. Get this movie some love because it needs it. Indeed. Let's get into the summary so you can find out why this is so good. Yeah, our story begins with Troubadour, a French-accented turtle who loves songs. (laughs) 
backstage of a show trying to remind the narrator that he promised to use one of the troubadour songs. The narrator ignores the turtle and breaks his promise, but accidentally falls through a trapdoor just as our show is about to begin. Consequently, the troubadour is ushered to tell the audience the story at the last minute. Panicking, the troubadour quickly picks up the Three Musketeers comic book and begins reading. He describes every single word and expressions of the characters as he does, uh, as he is so into the comic. Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, and Mickey's dog Pluto are street urchins who, while being robbed by masked bandits played by the Beagle Boys, are saved by the Royal Musketeers, Athos, Porthos, Aramis, and D'Artagnan. Mickey is gifted one of their hats, inspiring them to follow their example and become musketeers. However, in the present day, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy are lowly janitors for the musketeers' headquarters, and their dreams are still far away. Unfortunately, they are very clumsy and constantly cause messes. After an incident disturbs the captain of the musketeers, portrayed by Pete, he scornfully tells the trio that they cannot become musketeers because Donald is a coward, Goofy is a doofus, and Mickey is just too small, leaving the three downhearted. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Minnie Mouse, Princess of France, and her lady-in-waiting Daisy Duck are in a palace discussing Minnie's obsession with finding her one true love. Daisy says that she must marry someone who is of royal blood, and Minnie insists that she cannot marry someone who does not she does not love. Minnie says she will know the one when he makes her laugh. Minnie then takes a walk in the palace garden and barely survives an attempt on her life as the Beagle Boys attempt to drop a safe on her. The Beagle Boys run to tell their boss, revealed to be Captain Pete, that they are they were not successful in dropping the safe on Minnie. In response, Pete clobbers them for misunderstanding his orders, saying that he wanted them to keep her safe until he can take over the kingdom. Typical Beagle Boys. The Beagle Boys are misunderstood and are punished by Pete's lieutenant, Clarabelle, who all fall into a short pit. Pete is then summoned by Minnie, who demands he produce musketeer bodyguards. Realizing that skilled musketeers will jeopardize his plan to overthrow the princess, Pete quickly goes to the janitor room and tells Mickey, Donald, and Goofy that they passed his test and have, have what it takes to become musketeers, knowing that knowing they will be easy to get rid of. After meeting each other and attacking Daisy by mistake, Minnie falls in love with Mickey and feels safe at the hands of his bravery. Pete gives a, gives a chance to the Beagle Boys to kidnap Minnie and Daisy so he can become king tomorrow when he is announced at the opera. Okay, sorry. Now I got the Imperial March in my head. Okay. When Minnie and Daisy are protected by Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, who all go on a journey in a carriage, they are, am they are all ambushed by the Beagle Boys who attack and fight Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. Donald hides with Minnie and Daisy trying to persuade him to fight back, and Goofy is easily defeated and thrown off the carriage. Mickey is also defeated and thrown off, leaving only Donald, but he is too scared and throws himself off. The trio are stranded, but Mickey encourages his friends not to lose hope when Pete makes them become musketeers. Or when Pete made them become musketeers. The trio rush to rescue Minnie and Daisy from an abandoned tower. When they are unable to open the door, Goofy tries to break it open, but Mickey, upon seeing a push sign on the door, opens it as Goofy rushes by. He zooms past the Beagle Boys and out the tower window where, where, he, where, is, where he is thrown by a tree, kicked by a cow, and launched back into the tower by a windmill where he falls past the Beagle Boys and back down to where Mickey and Donald are. The trio quickly catch up to the Beagle Boys just as they throw Minnie and Daisy into a cage. While battling the Beagle Boys, Donald retreats while Mickey and Goofy are cornered. But Goofy, upon seeing a goofy-shaped hole in the window behind the Beagle Boys, remembers what happened when he tried to break down the tower door and gets the idea to do the same thing again with Mickey, knocking the Beagle Boys into the river and allowing them to save Minnie and Daisy. Donald reconciles with the group and declares victory. Afterwards, 
Mickey unties Minnie and makes her laugh, and the two mice fall in love and spend some spend time alone with each other as they head home. Pete is furious that the Beagle Boys failed in their task and realizes that the three protagonists are more of a threat than he originally anticipated. He then plans to get rid of them one by one. While on knife du- night duty, Goofy is lured away from the palace by Clarabelle, who uses a shadow puppet of Mickey with her hands, which makes Goofy follow his sh- follow the shadow. After hearing about escargot peanut butter, the shadow then vanishes in which Goofy is cornered, subdued, and kidnapped by Clarabelle. The Beagle Boys appear before Donald and attack him, scaring him into hiding, before Pete traps him and puts Donald in the guillotine. Donald discovers a picture of Pete dressed as a king and laughing at a caged mini, along with three gravestones with his with his, Mickey, and Goofy's names on them, and finds out about Pete's plan to become king and trap Minnie s- somewhere, where she, she will be hidden and, and, with, and that the trio will be killed and not able to escape, not able to rescue Minnie. At that moment, Donald escapes at the last second, causing Pete to lose his peg leg after he dives under the guillotine's blade to try and prevent his escape. Pluto finds out that Goofy and Donald are missing and bumps into Mickey to warn him. Donald returns to the castle and tells Mickey the whole story, but fearfully says that they ought to quit being musketeers, claiming it's every duck for himself. Mickey tries to convince Donald by saying that they were able to stop Pete from kidnapping Minnie, but Donald reveals that he had been hiding when he fought the Beagle Boys before. Mickey tries to reassure Donald that he will be by his side and that Donald coming to warn him took courage. However, Donald apologizes for running off in fear, leaving Mickey and Pluto behind. Mickey is then captured by Pete, with Pluto being unable to save Mickey, Pete chains him up in a dungeon in Mont Saint-Michel that will flood when the tide comes in. Goofy, meanwhile, is chained by Clarabelle and about to be thrown off a bridge into a river to drown. But Goofy falls in love with Clarabelle and wins her heart with his numbskull charm. Clarabelle turns from her evil ambitions and reveals Pete's true intentions to Goofy and that Mickey is in danger. However, the bridge suddenly crumbles and sends both Goofy and Clarabelle into the river below. Donald, who is rowing across the river to escape France, breaks their fall. The tide arrives where Mickey is about to drown. Goofy fails to convince Donald to help him save Mickey, but thanks to a song from Troubadour ridiculing Donald's cowardice, an infuriated and now confident Donald decides to join Goofy. The duo are just barely able to save Mickey before he drowns. After reconciling with each other, they set off to rescue Minnie and Daisy. Minnie and Daisy are captured in a theater and locked in a chest by the Beagle Boys, in which one of them impersonates Minnie, announcing to the public that the throne is now being handed over to King Pete the Magnificent. Pete is happy to become the king and the opera begins. Pluto uses his nose to smell where Minnie and Daisy are. Mickey, Donald, and Goofy arrive and battle Pete and the Beagle Boys on stage, first defeating the Beagle Boys and making them collapse downstage along with Donald and Goofy. Pete then challenges Mickey into a final sword fight, and after Mickey disarms Pete, he is punched by Pete and easily beaten. However, Donald and Goofy, having survived the fall, return and help Mickey defeat Pete by knocking him out. The trio save Minnie and Daisy in front of the audience, although it is unknown what happens to Pete and the Beagle Boys. Clarabelle arrives, reuniting with Goofy and Mickey and Minnie, finally declare their love for one another, as the others do the same. Donald and Daisy, Goofy and Clarabelle, and at the end, Minnie dubs Mickey, Donald, and Goofy Royal Musketeer. Troubadour announces that this was the day that the three heroes finally made their dream come true. Mickey, Donald, and Goofy and the rest of the Musketeers of France sing the final song, All for One and One for All, at the end of the film. And to get into the trivia right quick before we get into our review, did you know that a Mickey Mouse Three Musketeers movie has been in the works since the 1940s? Yep. Mm -hmm. Goofy is the only one in the movie to not appear in his traditional attire of of the heroes of this movie. That is true. This is the first feature-length movie featuring Mickey, Donald, and Goofy on screen at the same time. Yep. 
This is also the first time since the 1930s that Pete has his once traditional or once trademark peg leg. Exactly. And last but not least, Mickey's hat is signed by Athos, Porthos, Aramis, sorry, Aramis and D'Artagnan, the original Musketeers yes. from the novel The Three Musketeers. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. That was going to go. So I've, I've talked a lot, <laughs> as always. Right. Jacob, your first like. My first like, oh, <laughs> when you brought it up, it made me laugh, was Goofy's... How do you say that? Goofy's plan to foil the Beagle Boys in the tower <laughs> by repeating his same fall. Yeah. <laughs> Just his mental gymnastics yes. is absolutely incredible because in the in the movie, sorry, no, go ahead. Uh, Goofy is described as adult, be like he's you know there there's not a brain cells up there to do anything. But what everyone says, but with this scene, he's he's seen the trajectory of what. Like his fall, he understands the drop, the gravity, the momentum, the inertia, everything about how it's going to happen, even when the cow is going to kick them again. Yeah. And obviously, because it's 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 Disney Disney logic, animation logic, it's such a great scene. It's so incredibly wonderfully made, and I just thoroughly enjoy it. It has so many great gags and falls to it. That one scene, that one scene where Goofy at the first goes full tilt into the tower, does all this gymnastics. Mm-hmm. And then when he sees the, he sees the, uh, the, 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 the hole he made, the hole he made, the gl- happen by yeah. the time they get back up there. And then that, that stroke of genius is like, like that, that light bulb goes off in his head. It's like, and he grabs Mickey and they just run through it. I thought that was hilarious. So well done. Well executed. Just the, Goofy, the lack of word, goofiness was perfect. What's your number one? Well, before I get to my number one, I want to point out that that scene is in the Kingdom Hearts level, but it's played differently. Okay. Slightly differently. Okay. Uh, they're already up there, and Goofy hasn't done the, the gymnastics part. Okay. Yet. Yeah. But they're up there, and they're trapped by the Beagle Boys. And, of course, yet Sora there, too. Yeah. I think it was Sora. It might have been Riku. I don't remember. It's been a while. Anyway, they're up there at the top of this tower, and I want, and Mickey's and and they don't know how to get out of there because you know the same reason they weren't sure how to get out of that situation in the movie, right? And you, Mickey asks Goofy, is it, uh, or asks her, does anybody have any ideas? And the Goofy says, "Well, I got one." You, and Mickey says, "You do?" He says, "Yeah," and it might even be a good one too. <clears throat> hold on, and he says, "All right, I'll hold on." And then Goofy just grabs Mickey Mouse and throws him out the window. <laughs> And I remember watching that and going, that is the most non sequitur thing I have ever seen. Right. Wow. So when I, that movement was coming up in here, I was expecting that line. Hold on. It might be a good one, too. It's the line I was expecting to hear, and I never right. heard it, but this was just as good. <laughs> this was just as good. My number one, we'll get to that. I love that this is a musical. All right. Now, when I first heard that first song, one, All for One and One for All, mm-hmm. And I heard that it was set to a piece of classical music. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh no, they went lazy. Mm. They picked a random set of songs they didn't actually have to pay the music for. They got people to record it, and then they put words to it. I got thinking that's going to be so lazy, it's not going to work. But the more I listened to it, the more I realized the genius of what they did. Mm-hmm. Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, do you know what their cartoon series was called back in the 30s and 40s? I don't remember. Well, you know, Looney... T- uh, Warner Brothers had Looney Tunes yeah. and Merry Melodies. Yeah. 
Disney had silly symphonies. That is true. And the part of the purpose of all three of these, along with having the you know the cartoon, and all of them started off with being, all of them started off being uh, animations set to classical music, kind of yep. like Fantasia is. Right. But you include Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, or in some cases Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd, and you mm-hmm. know all that. And that's what a lot of that was. That's why when you go back and listen to stuff like uh, The Rabbit of Seville, it's all based on uh, mm-hmm. uh, The Barber of Seville. Yeah. The classic cartoon song, that's classical music. Okay. That's Hungarian Rhapsody number two. Okay. By France List. Okay. I am a nerd for knowing that, and I don't care. This is a nerd show. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cartoon nerd show. That's why exactly. it counts. So. Even though I, when I first started, I thought this is not going to work. And then the more I was listening to, I thought, oh, this is perfect. You, This is a throw. This sh- movie is a throwback to classic cartoon movies, mm-hmm. the classic cartoon shorts, but set, you know, an hour long. And plus you have to line, you have to love that line. If you dare to cross our path, prepare to fall because we'll fight you all for one, uh, all for one and one for all. Uh, so if you think you'd you, if you think you'd care to kick some derriere, you know that as a musketeer you'd be so fierce. They got it. If you want to kick butt, join the musketeers. Yes, I agree. Actually saying those words, and I remember thinking, oh, they know what they're doing with these lyrics. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then of course you've got Pete's bad guy song, as I called it in this, <laughs> set to "In the Hall of the Mountain King." Yes, you know. And then, of course, the Pirates of Penzance's The Opera. They just keep picking different things from that, including having Wacko Warner essentially sing I Am the Very Model of a Modern Major General, which is funny considering in an Animaniac short, they also made fun of that song with I Am the Very Model of a Major Cartoon something i don't remember it anyway it was funny uh ironically against a pirate anyway uh all the songs in this are well done and i can't i can't believe they were able, the, the writer whoever wrote the songs i need i didn't think to look that part up but he yeah. did an amazing job making lyrics to fit these songs that didn't have lyrics yeah it's also, very did, lyrically also did you know that with the exception of uh, one of the songs all of these are songs are not from operas they're from op- operettas. Really? Which are a different genre entirely. Okay. Only uh, the ones from Carmen, which is uh, the one between Goofy and Clarabelle. Oh, okay. Uh, Chained, uh, cha- uh, Chain of Love or whatever. Yeah. Chains of Love. That's the one set to the music from Carmen, and that is an opera. Okay. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. <laughs> so, yeah. The music. I love the songs in this. Uh, what's your number two? My number two would be mm, the the fight of the climax of the film. You have this, this amazing fight on stage, which is incredibly well done choreographed. Mm -hmm. It's, it's animated very well for the, the budget this movie possibly had. We can't find the budget anywhere, which was a pain in the neck doing research for this. I imagine. Um, so be like, it it had a fairly good budget. You had very good animation. So this scene was just all over the place. Very well animated. You had perspective, you had force perspective, and just so well done, the the fight scene in between the characters. It's almost an arcing back to like the 1930s, 1920s, how they, how they would choreograph mm-hmm. fights. Just, just amazing. Um, amazing, like old black and white films. It had that air, air of it. Oh, it I mean, it's all so, fencing. Yeah, it's all fencing. It's all fencing. So it gave that air of like 
Uh, Errol, Errol Flynn. Exactly. Um, there was somebody else before the one I was going to go to. Right. But the one I was going to go to was the greatest sword fight on screen ever made between... Uh, <laughs> Amelia Montoya? Inigo Montoya yeah. and uh, uh, the Man in Black. Yeah. And I don't mean Johnny Cash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, there's an argument. Which is better? That fight on the mountaintop or Inigo versus the Six-Fingered Man? Mm, that, that's... Admittedly, I think the the talking in that the six fingered man fight is better, but yeah, I agree. The, the very good side point, very good side point. We'll have to get to that yes. movie on our other show. Yes. So keep that in mind, folks yeah. who enjoy our content. Eventually we'll get to that movie. When yes. do we get there? When, yeah, we'll get there when we get there. Exactly. Uh, yes. Just the, the choreograph is amazing. It's a, it's funny. Like you would expect in a Disney film. It, it's lighthearted, but at the same time, as that air of danger. Mm-hmm. And it's not like in this movie, they don't pull punches with this. Like characters no. like be like nearly die and that kind of stuff. It's not be like, Oh, he didn't die. Like the GI Joe, the movie. Yeah. It's no, like, no, just to kind of weave my second like in. Cause it's connected. We actually get to see Mickey mouse nearly drown. Yeah. He was nearly a drown mouse. <laughs> it's like, He's the star of the company. You can't kill him. Yeah, it's like, and you're going to almost drown him. Yeah, it's it's almost like killing off Optimus Prime. No, wait, they did that. <laughs> Thanks, Hasbro. No, no, because Hasbro, Optimus Prime was not the company mascot for Hasbro. Mickey Mouse is a trademark. I agree. It is part. It is the logo of the of the Walt Disney Animation Studios. Agreed. And they killed nearly killed him. That's true. You. That is weird. <laughs> that is weird. It's it's, a, they, it's it's gutsy. It's gutsy and it works. And here's the thing. Like I said, I played the Kingdom Hearts level based on this beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew a scene was going to come where Mickey was going to nearly drown because right. I had a gameplay segment where I had to find him in that stupid place and save him before he drowned. Fun. Um, <laughs> actually, it was fairly easy if I remember correctly. But I remember thinking... I remember thinking when I was playing that game, Square Enix, you have got some guts to nearly kill Mickey Mouse. Mm-hmm. And then I watched this movie go, Square Enix, you copied and pasted, and I still salute you for it. <laughs> you didn't have to do that scene. You no. skipped so many other scenes in other games from movies, but still. True. Um, so yeah, I knew that was coming. And I, I do have to salute uh, Disney Toon Studios and the Walt Disney Company for having the guts i'm gonna say guts it's not the word i want to use but this is a family friendly show Mm -hmm. but having the guts to put your hero the hero of the walt disney company the star of the show the biggest star one one of the most famous rodents in history Mm -hmm. and you nearly tried and and you had the guts to put his life the character's life in danger Mm mm-hmm and even though we knew he was going to survive because he has to, and yeah, because there was making. still and there was still fifteen minutes of the movie left. True. Uh, um, I I thank you for trusting your audience, who you had to have known was mostly twelve year old and below. At least that's who you were <laughs> shooting for, right? You had the guts to let them think we're going to kill you, the main character. They didn't do that in any other movie I can think of, right? Where they let the main character nearly die. <laughs> It was it was very bold for them to do that. I'm I'm talking just yeah. Not great. I wish I would have watched it on the TV, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, 
Well, you should just stayed over here last night because I watched it right after you left. <laughs> no, wait, no, I didn't. I watched it before you got here. Yeah, you did. Never mind. Because <laughs> you said that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Your number three light because I my, threw my number two light in there yes, on top you of yours. Did, but you know, very good segment. It fit. It did very well fit. My number three would be kind of arcing back to your. I think I believe it was your number one. The music. Mm-hmm. The music in this movie is just. That, that kind of reminded me of that, but uh, music-wise, it's it's really enjoyable to listen to. Like, first listening to it, it's like, oh, okay, this is kind of, it's interesting, but the further you get along, and definitely hearing your mm-hmm. your um, your uh, your joyful uh, rant about the music in this movie, uh, it's it's catchy. It's a very catchy tune. It, it's not the Goofy movie lyri- yeah. lyrics, but it's it's fun, it's joyful, it's, uh, Pete's song is hilarious. <laughs> And the you know kind of bonus fact that Pete has a peg leg like you said before, yeah. And Which I was he like, had back during Steamboat Willie, yeah. His many his first other, ever appearance. Many of the other uh, cartoons from that era, he just lost that at, sometime during the thirties. Yeah, I, I they gave him a normal leg. I, I guess it was more. Oh no, you can't have your your uh, your bad guy have a peg leg. No, what? I, I don't think it's that. I think no, it's I don't just, think it was either. I think it's just the peg leg was harder to draw and to animate, ironically, yeah. than a normal leg would have been. I agree with you there, but just plus again, it probably didn't fit a cartoon they were doing, and that's when he originally lost it. and They just never drew it again. That is true. So yeah, just be like it's it's in, the music is enjoyable. The music the music is very enjoyable. So that is my number three. My third like are the small uh, anime, uh, character redesigns okay. that they did for this. Okay. Now, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy are pretty much Mickey, Donald, and Goofy. True. I ain't talking about them. Minnie Mouse has... You know, normally, she is a carbon copy of Mickey with a bow in her hair. That is true. She in is. In most cases. And wearing a dress. But the char- character model is essentially the same. Yeah. Here, they gave her a little tuft of hair at the front. They did. That just made her look cuter. That is true. It's like, that's good. They gave Pete... A little mustache. They did. Which was like, that fits so well. Why is that not part of his normal thing? I mean, I guess it makes him look more French, but still. Yeah. Uh, Clarabelle being evil was hilarious. <laughs> that was good. That was and her good. little, uh, her little, uh, co- her costume that <laughs> does not fit her normal attire at all. Right. It's like, and, and by the way, I did look it up. This is one of the first times that Clarabelle and Goofy have been uh, boyfriend-girlfriend. <laughs> Because huh. technically her boyfriend from back in the 30s would have been Horace Horsecaller. Yeah. Ironically, voiced by Bill Farmer. Uh, <laughs> but, not in the th- but not in the 30s. Not in the 30s, no. But that is funny that <laughs> they did that. Wow. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, all these little character redesigns they did to make it fit the army. Even the Beagle Boys. Because mm-hmm. here's the thing. I really only know the Beagle Boys from Duck Duck Hunt. DuckTales. Woo! I'm not sure that they were in anything else. Huh. I need. I, I meant to look it up, and I didn't. I am sorry. But you look at these Beagle Boys, you look at them and go, yeah, they're the Beagle Boys, and yet they don't look like the Beagle Boys. Weird, strangely enough. That is true. It's, it's a good design, and they have a British accent. Yes, which is great for people against France. <laughs> yeah, that's true, because <laughs> the British and the French did not get No, they didn't. <laughs> uh, that is true. Yeah, interesting fact. You know why the the French sided with the the uh, the Americans? Col- yeah, the Americans because the British were who they were fighting. Exactly. <laughs> of course, what, that's what, what it was. Yeah, the one thing that's that's the one good side about French. Nothing against our French listeners is I like their fries. They came from America, 
but they're fries. They are French fries. That is true. They're French cut fries, but that's beside the point. Yeah, it is either way. For he's from the historical me, it's just more I like know, I'm being facetious yeah. too. Besides, this is America. They're called freedom fries. <laughs> I haven't heard that in years. Yeah, I hadn't either. It's like uh, 2001, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I, I I like the little redesigns for all the characters, and I love the animation. Oh, in this. yes, absolutely. I don't know what it is about this, but there is a lot of money in the animation for this. It mm. almost feels like it must be an early digital animated thing. Yeah. Because this is not cell animation. It's not, it's, it's too smooth for yeah. cell animation. Agreed. But it's not fall. It's not vector art either because it's too alive for it to be vector art. True. So this has got to be some, this has got to be the cap system where they just did the whole thing in caps and had, no pencil side whatsoever, I'm guessing. I don't know. It's just this looks this looks on par with uh say this is two thousand four. Mm-hmm. This animation looks better than uh than Emperor's New Groove, which is three Ooh. years before this wow. and has a bigger You're saying budget. something with that. That is true. something. But this animation is cleaner and smoother than that. You know what I, I mean? Agreed. So yeah. I love the animation and I love the little character redesigns in this, and that is my number three. All right. So now that we've talked about how much we like about this movie, hmm. what do we dislike about this movie? That is a very good question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's so much good about this film. Uh, I've got one. It's too short. That is yeah. It is too short. I understand that you know this was kind of straight to DVD probably, maybe show on Disney Channel a couple times. Right. So you had to have it fit in a certain time frame, and maybe with commercial and with commercials, this would probably equal about an hour and a half. Right. I don't care. It's too short because uh, th- there's needs to be a little bit more spacing between the songs. I think mm-hmm. uh, we've got two love songs, which is kind of odd, but it works. Uh, it's just too short. I-, I want more of it. And that if there's a, di- if there's a good dislike to have, it's that it's too short and you want it to be longer. Cause that means it was good. That is true. Uh, what's, do you have anything? Uh, the, the only thing I think of is that it was it was never released to theaters, and this would have been a great mm-hmm. movie. That like the the fact that you've never had Mickey, Donald, or Goofy in the same movie ever on be, screen at on the screen same time. time. Because here's the thing: Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas that was in a theater. Yeah, but Mickey, Donald, and Goofy, despite being the stars of each of their little individual shorts. We're not on screen at the same time. Well, they only showed up at, at the very end. Yeah, they were. And that doesn't count for what we're talking about because these are them in starring roles. That is true. On screen at the same time. Uh, the other time I can think of when it was on, they were on screen at the same time was in a Goofy movie because Goofy was the main character. Yeah. And Donald and, and Mickey had cameos. I didn't realize that. Yes. During the open road sa- song. Okay. Where uh, Mickey oh! says it's California or bust. Yeah. Donald is right behind him on that road. Okay. So they have right. cameos. That's there. right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's just the movie never went to theaters and they it could should add, have. Yeah, exactly. This like, like, I mean, it like we said short, before, but yes. I mean, they've had short movies in theaters before. Have you you can put it in the short in front time? of it. <laughs> yeah. Throw something else in front of it. Uh, there's had to have been something. This was 2004. Yeah. <laughs> throw up, throw three old, they should have give put in their three classic, uh, Mickey, Donald, and Goofy cartoons in front of it. Then show this, yeah, and you're good. Yeah, it's 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 a big feature. Yeah. You're like even though you're throwing like a bunch of shorts and you throw uh, a short film in front of it and behind it, it would have been great. But I oh, guess well. they uh, they well, 
theater releases cost a lot more than DVD releases. This would have, but this would have made its money back. I think. Oh yeah, definitely. Whatever money it had. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever budget. Give me the budget, please. This drives me nuts. It's the it's the, gotta, the, the info and stuff guy. Yeah. Do you realize that this movie, along with the Return of Jafar, yeah, are the only two straight to DVD movies that Kingdom Hearts has adapted? Really. And between those two, do you know what this movie has over Return of Jafar? What's that? It's original. Hmm. This is a completely original thing, and that didn't. And it's and Kingdom Hearts went ahead and put it on there, and made it a technically a part of Mickey's past in in that game wow. franchise. Hmm. Split right between Timeless River and the Modern Day. Well, technically Fantasia, but the Fantasia level is hard to explain why it works. Anyway, because you know it's Fantasia. That is true. But yeah, I mean, this is such a good movie. And that's the thing. I made the only other dislike I think I have is the troubadour himself. I just do not like the character. Yeah, it's, he's a he's little, a little annoying. annoying. True. He was kind of funny in the beginning, but then when he decided, oh, I'm in charge now. It's like, yeah, you're going to be annoying for the rest of the film. Yeah, that's 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 the only. Yeah, the troubadour is a bit mm-hmm. annoying. That's about it. So our, our dislikes are kind of just like stupid, stupid. For exactly. Stupid it's it's. It's almost almost like uh, small, incredible nitpicks, yeah. except for the troubadour. It, even like, him, it's like he would have been survivable. True, I, if he he's a nitpick only because I would have. If we had any other things come up that were even just remotely bad, true. they would probably outrank him in terms of going on this. Very list. very true. But that's about it. So are we ready to rank this thing? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Go I am it. giving it a nine. Okay. It is a good movie. I am so glad we watched it. This is the kind of movie I'm glad we do this podcast to discover because I never probably would not have watched this even with its Kingdom Hearts connection uh, without doing this show because it's just was not really on my radar. Yeah. And the only reason that got I even picked it for this was because we were trying to figure out how to introduce our coming segment of the year. Yeah. Which we'll get to in just a minute. We will. And we decided to do all disney channel and disney tune movies exactly and we were looking through that list trying to find figure out the last one i go the three musketeers i've been meaning to see this Mm -hmm. because of the kingdom hearts level Uh if nothing else kingdom hearts you got one person to watch a movie they hadn't intended to watch you did a good job (laughs) also you those games are good anyway (laughs) uh i'm giving it a nine what are you giving it excellent okay um who well, originally, like before we started, I was going to give it a seven. And as we've gone through, it's, it's that's the great thing about having a co-host that you get their excitement and then you start reminiscing about the film. It's like, I mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. And they bring up stuff that you forgot about. Exactly. And they go, oh, yeah, that was good. That Man, that's going to raise my score. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it went from a seven to... Heck, I'll give it a nine. I'll give okay. it a nine just because it's it's such a wonderful film that people need to go watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go buy it on Amazon if you're a Disney Movie Club member. You can buy it there. Uh, I'm I'm very tempted to go buy it because uh, I just really enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. And um, heck, if I had kids, I'd, I'd you know be like, hey, let's go watch this movie. It sounds fun. Yeah. I grant I'd be the goofy dad that's like drags their kids to anime movies all the time, but. Either way, talking about it, I'd be the goofy dad who'd be singing along with them on the screen. Musketeer single for one and one for all. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> and annoying too. my kids that way. Uh huh. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I give it a nine. It's just a, a, it's a wonderful film. Wonderful, amazing little film that needs some love and uh, go buy it. Yeah, please. Thank you. Which brings us to the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. 
We, ladies and gentlemen, we have one more episode in one. season two of the Cellcast, and we're using that episode to to actually. Well, here's the thing, you know how stores open and then a couple weeks later they have their grand opening. Yeah, the one they actually sell after they've you know trained all their people. Oh yeah, we're kind of doing that. Yeah, we are. Can I get a back in September? We started a new segment on the show uh, during the week called the animated series. Yes, with uh, we started that with Star Trek Lower Decks. Mm-hmm. Go listen to that; it's and, fun. And then we reviewed for Halloween the uh, Supernatural episode Scooby Natural. Mm-hmm. And then for since uh, November, beginning of November, and admittedly we are in crunch time right now because of what's coming. <laughs> yes, because I'm did not keep up with the release schedule. I will take that blame myself. We have been reviewing Thundercats 2011. Oh. And the reason we're had to crunch is because from the beginning, for the past <laughs> year, <laughs> we've been working on this. And I've been editing most yes. of the year. Uh, we have had the idea. Well, we came up with the idea for the animated series. And, and Jacob, since it was Jacob's idea, he mm. picked what was originally supposed to be our first movie. Yes. Our first show. And it requires us. To do a movie. Well, we can't do a movie as part of that, uh, part of the show, so we're doing the movie So for uh, next week. And then starting, oh, that movie, I have to say, is mm-hmm. Tangled Before Ever after. after. And starting the following Monday will be our prologue episode of Tangled the Series for season one. And yes. then it's Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure for seasons two and three. Yes, we have recorded the f- entire first season's reviews. Yes. We are, what, five episodes yeah, in? Yeah, we're five episodes in season two. Because scheduling kind of went bonkers on it us. It did. It was, it was amazing. So, yes. so uh, yeah, we're starting on, we'll be starting that here in two mm. weeks. Yes. I am actually surprised how good this show is. I yes. Was, as much as I thought Tangled is far superior to Frozen, yes. I was not expecting the show. Hey, I didn't even know there was a show until two years ago when you showed me that video clip. Oh, yes. Oh, of, my gosh. <laughs> of Rapunzel turning evil uh, or whatever. We haven't got to that episode. No, I don't we know don't. What happened. It's, it's episode, I think, 16 of that season. And it's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I didn't know there was a show. And then you were talking about, Man, oh, great. There's a season three. I'm thinking, okay, I'd seen season one or two. <laughs> and then you come up with this idea. It's like, dude, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But a lot of your inspiration for this animated series, because this was your idea too. Yeah. Was a lot of it your excuse to watch through the show? Yes, it was actually. I cannot blame you for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be like, I, I, I saw Tangled the series. There again, Tangled is probably one of my favorite animated, ser- animated movies of all time. And uh, they did the short uh, Happily Ever After, but then they did this in mm-hmm. order to explain everything. And I saw like bits and clips of this movie, uh, this show, and uh, I follow uh, Watso videos on YouTube. He's really good. He does a lot of in-depth analysis of this series. It's really good. Now, Grant, if you're wa- going in blind with this series, do not watch his stuff. He'll spoil everything about this show, so don't go watch it. Always and- watch the show. But all- completely watch the show before you touch any of the special features. Exactly. And do not, and I'll tell you this right now, do not go to Wikipedia. No, don't do it. Because here's the thing. <laughs> we have to do research on this show. Yes. 
I have to go and look up characters. Yes. Oh, no in gosh. This, I'm on the, the Tangled Wiki. Yeah. That's hilarious. I'm sorry. That is hilarious <laughs> that, that exists, wiki. but I, there's a wiki for everything. It's probably a wiki for Pop-Tarts, for all I know. Yeah. Uh, just, yeah. The Pop-Tart wiki. Yeah, don't spoil it. No. I'm not going to. Okay. I'm looking up something on a character. Yes, a certain Cause, character. Because I was trying to figure out how... Well, I was just looking to see this character. Okay. So I take go to that character's page. And I know when you go to a character's page, you scroll quickly to get down to where you need to pass exactly. the plot. Exactly. Because you never know when pictures are going to show up. Exactly. I didn't. I did the scroll wheel and I went right down smack to this picture of this character that's a huge spoiler. Yeah. And going, <laughs> I'm going to do something. I don't know what. I can't blame anybody but this computer mouse. Actually, that computer mouse. This <laughs> Either is a computer mouse. So, so when, when Drew said that, he, he mentioned a character with I a different haircut. I didn't say which character it was. No, be like he's, he's. I mentioned nothing about the character. All I mentioned was I saw a character, a picture of a character with a huge spoiler in it. Yeah, exactly. It tells you nothing. Well, I knew exactly what character you were talking about. It's yes, because like, we talked about it. Yes, we did. Because I, I had to tell you when I was reviewing that episode, <laughs> I saw something I should not have seen. Yes. Oh my I gosh. apologize. <laughs> Spoiled slightly, 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 slightly. But yes, we are we are finally. Not that g- Disney Plus themselves didn't spoil that completely. No, <laughs> of course not. Uh, so was, so anyway. So to to let you guys know, we are doing um, Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure or Rap- Tangled the series, depending yes. on how you word it. Yeah. So we are. We're on. Yeah. So we are first going to review uh, Rapunzel's. Uh, Tangled before ever after, after the movie next week. Yeah, next week. So we're reviewing that. And then the mo- following Monday, we're starting Tangled the series. Yes, and I am super and, excited. And I think we both agree we're gonna get caught up, so we don't get that far behind again. Yeah, my gosh, yes. So here, here's the story behind that. So for me, I be I'm I, I get we all get a little lazy, right? Like all of us do. We all get lazy. The editing was not the problem. No, the problem was I went somewhere in May. <laughs> That is true. And uh, it was in June. And literally, I had three weeks because we, we were doing so good. Yeah. We recorded through April and March. We were we had all time. We get to the end of season one. We're starting season two. I go out of town and I keep go out of town for three separate weekends. And we got out of the habit. Yeah, we did. And we tried to get back into the habit. But then Star Trek happened. That is true. And we had to record that instead. Yeah. We had intended to, to record the Star Trek episode. And then the, these episodes, and that didn't happen. Yeah, because because uh, lo, Lower Decks came out before, and it was like... And it was, and it was one of those lightning in a bottle moments. Like, we're perfectly posed to, to jump on this. If exactly. we don't, we're stupid. Yeah, exactly. And then we, we did that. We finished that series, which is a good series. You can go watch it on uh, CBS, CBS All Access. Access. Soon to be Paramount. Plus. Yes. Quit changing names, Paramount. Well, I mean, please. that's because it's going from just CBS to all of everything Paramount. Oh, okay, that makes that's sense. Why. That makes sense. But either way, uh, then we got done with that, and obviously we're going through Thundercats. So right now yeah. we are having to rush through Thundercats to get to finally, only, finally. As of right now, I think we've only got eight episodes left. Okay. Of Thundercats. Hmm. If I've done my math correctly. Okay. Well, yeah, because uh, there's only like what twenty-eight episodes. Yeah. We are about to record episode twenty. Yeah. So yeah, we got eight episodes of that left. Okay. We'll be done with that in a week and a half. Okay. So yeah, we will we will be getting into uh, Tangle, you know, uh, Tangle the animated series. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after that, who knows? Because yeah. we got to go through three seasons of Tangled. Yeah, 
which will be st- which I'm actually looking forward to. I enjoyed all the first season. Yeah, and I'm going to have to start season two over. <laughs> Pretty much, so I can remember what we were in the middle of at the time. Pretty much, I I I I know enough about what happened in season one, or I can check that stuff. But yeah, I might as well start again over at season two. <laughs> that is true. So yeah. Anyway, we, yeah, that's what we're doing. Yeah, join us next time for Rapunzel's Tangled. Hmm. Tangled before ever after. Yep. It's going to be one hair at a time. You could say it's a hair-raising adventure. Exactly. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page. On Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. On Instagram at Jacob B. Heron and on Letterbox at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterbox at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, the Cellcast podbean.com where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on apple Podcasts, google play and stitcher our rss feed if we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory please share review and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends you will also find a link to our facebook group the double feature podcast community where we talk about both animated and live-action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say the cell cast, that is with a single L. L.